and direct. We here, man. We're here. <laughs> we are back. It's been a while. These knees podcast. We are yeah. way too dank to tank. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are dank to tank. We are too talented to tank, mm. and we are. We're back after a, a long hiatus. What has it been? A couple Happy weeks now. Week. Hey, it's, it's been almost a month. No, nah, not a month. It's like yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I, it's been the entire length of uh, the Nets' winning streak, and then a couple losses, and then getting back on straight undefeated in 2019. Let's go! Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, hey, the Heatles are also undefeated in 2019. No That's big right. deal. On it, oh. Yep, and 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 the Bulls are also a team. Okay, <laughs> I, I watched a lot of that Bulls Magic game last night, and it was very, but very. Why? I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> but why? They only played Wendell Carter thirteen minutes, and then said after the game that they wanted him to watch and learn. And I'm just sitting there, just crying, being like, "Why isn't he in the game?" Like the Orlando has like. 17 centers. They probably saving them for the playoffs. Okay. Intro. I'm Dan Pierce. I'm the resident Bulls fan. I'm enjoying the trade that just went down. I am real Dan Pierce on Twitter and Instagram. And. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the app. Uh, is that a thing? I don't know. All right. We just stop, man. Uh, yo, this is Trey. <laughs> I'm a Nets fan. Uh, I like the Nets. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Cash App at PastorTrey05. Let's do this. All right. This is, this is Marcus coming to you from O'Fallon, Missouri. One of the two Heat fans on the podcast. You can find me at Sir Rant and Rave at on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me at me that boy 6 on blackplanet.com. <laughs> <laughs> and Ombre Negro Por Favor on MySpace. What's up? <laughs> and yes, that was my real blackplanet.com page. That was that baby boy wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh shoot anyway this is Brad <laughs> uh, St. Pete I'm the other Heat fan uh, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore Hub 21 yeah that's really all I got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta get on the ground you, you got, got you, uh, need, you need the ground it got uh, to you need you needs it nah yeah <laughs> Right. Now, Dan, you were you were talking about uh, a trade that you you claim is a good trade. Um, it is a good trade. Tell tell us more about that, Dan. Okay, so we were talking about this before the pod, but Woj broke the trade uh, for ESPN, uh, and it is Marshawn Brooks and Wayne Selton from the Memphis Grizzlies, as well as two second round picks in 2019 and 2020 for the Bulls' Justin Holiday. Is he sure it's the right Brooks? It is the correct Brooks. They had to have triple-checked. There's probably going to be jokes all day. Mm. I will say, from a Marshawn Brooks perspective, which 
I mean, Trey could probably vouch for since, uh, he, you know, I, I Googled Marshawn Brooks and Google tried to tell me he was among the best Nets of all time. Uh, with, with Travis Outlaw. That was Google had him on a list. <laughs> I didn't make the list. That's just that. Um, According, according to Shams, Marshawn Brooks is not going to be playing for Chicago anyway. Really? Well, They're going to waive yeah. him? Uh, they said they're planning to work on resolution for new destination. Don't plan to have him report to team or waive him immediately. Okay, that's fine. Man, that is... Um, yikes. You know, Wayne Selden is still an expiring uh, two second-round picks. I'm down with the second-round picks because they didn't... They're not... They weren't... They don't have theirs for 2019, is what I'm saying. All right. Um, and on top of it, they have decided... Well, it says that they're likely, according to league sources, to waive campaign. Now, campaign has been a pain in my butt since he got here. Champagne with your campaign? Oh, you champagne. <laughs> like, so they trade, like, they get him from OKC because OKC's like, he's been stuck behind Russ. He's actually really good. He's like a legitimate point guard of the future type guy. You guys got a great trade. We'll just saying take this? Josh Gibson and <laughs> Campaign's family was saying this. His, meanwhile, his agent said that. can't play basketball, and within the first like year, half a year or something, they sent him down to the G League. I'm just like, what is going on? Why did we get this guy? We gave up a beloved player, Taj Gibson. And also a guy we sort of blew a draft pick on and a bunch of trades in Doug McDermott. Uh, for you also traded two first for Doug McDermott. They only turned out to be Gary Harris and Nikola Jokic. It's okay. Really? Uh, Woof. Yeah, that one yeah. Stings, stings a bit. Yes, it does <laughs> Can we all agree that getting excited about a trade for two second-round picks is a like pretty telltale sign that your team might be in tank range. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The tank. I think, I think that's Dan, I don't know why you keep saying that, man. <laughs> They're not going to be bottom three. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't like that's not what tanking is. You don't like. Yes, you, of, of course you want to get as as like close to the bottom as possible. But no team has ever finished fourth from the bottom and be like, oh, shucks, we blew, we blew the tank. Like, it's, <laughs> it's never happened. Tires fell off. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls and the Knicks, especially, are two good examples of teams that blow the tank. They win just enough games that their odds are, like, just... But I don't, I don't think that's a said, this year. Right. One. And number two, they smoothed out the odds this year. So, like, instead of that top team getting nearly a quarter of the, you know, the ping pong balls, the top three all have a 14% chance. The fourth team has a 12.5% chance. I mean, like, it's it's a lot flatter than it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah, even, so right now, even like, so, if the season ends ended today, the Bulls would have a one in eight shot at the first pick. Right. Right. Like, in order for them to be, like, out of what you would – out of what most people would consider tank range, they'd have to finish like with the seventh or eighth worst yeah. record, and they're pro- that's probably not going to happen. Um, 
Not if you just like intentionally trade it for Wayne Selden. <laughs> hey, you know what? There are, I would say, 10 teams, 10, 11 teams in the East that are vying for the eight playoff spots. We went over that earlier. Also, the so, Bulls are in the East. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is the Bulls are way out of that. They're down there with, like, the sure. Hawks, the Cavs. And... That's what we've been telling you. Yes, no, yes we're aware of this. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> I think they're going to finish fourth in worst overall record and blow the best odds. But you're... That's okay. not what. Okay. Like. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's, don't do it, Trey. Don't. <laughs> nope. This is not the hill we're gonna die on. <laughs> now, Dan. Literally. One point five. Okay. So, Dan, who do you think? Who do you think? Which teams in the league do you think are worse than the Bulls? We'll give you Phoenix. We'll give you Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. Absolutely, Phoenix. I will say Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland's pretty awful, yes. I agree. I will say New York. They get Chris Stapps back. You mean the, the Knicks? I actually think the Knicks are a little better. I do too. See, Especially I, when they get Porzingis back. Kevin I Knox don't think they're going to rush. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to rush Porzingis, though. I, I think they're going to take their time with him. Sure, they probably Even will. so, if he plays the last month or two, that still wins that he's going to contribute to. I also think the Bulls are a little worse than you think they are. Yep. Uh, Atlanta? <laughs> okay. you got to give me Atlanta. Ma- Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Cause Honestly, I would crazy. rather have Atlanta situation right now. But, yes, I guess technically they are worse right now. Sure. I think my problem with this is that like all of these teams are objectively bad, but only one of them lost by 56 at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, Don't forget the other there. game that they were down 50 when Clay Clay Thompson went nuts. Like that's two games this season when they've been down 50. Yeah. Right. And yes. one of them they actually finished. <laughs> right. I, I'm just saying with the. With an saying, objective man? number one overall pick in Zion, you really want that bottom three, and I just... But we're literally I telling you there's pretty much no difference between bottom three, four, and five. Yeah. Like I, those I just top five spots, the, which the Bulls will be in. As a jaded Bulls fan, I just don't trust them to be as bad as they need to be. I want them to be bad. I want you guys to be correct. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 That's the thing. You I want them to finish as as as, as poorly as we think they will. I I think I, I want you guys to be corrected, me to be wrong in this situation. See, I just the magic eight ball has to say about that. Well, okay. if it helps, Dan. Probably not. <laughs> Dan, if it helps, we do have to come around and, and give you your props because you said on our last podcast. That Zach Levine may end up as an all-star. And yes. hot dog, it might happen. I don't it know. might happen. He's seventh right now. Which, this is why the fans should have no part of the voting. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that as a Heat fan who also thinks, sorry, Brian, that Dwayne no, Wade has no business on this ballot. Come on, man. This is his last year. It's the fans. 
fans game, I don't care to see Zach Levine out there. I oh, Dwayne Wade as an all-star. I am in season. no way arguing for Zach Levine. Zero bit about other guards <laughs> in the East. I want Dwayne Wade in that all-star game. No, man. I don't care that he's probably been the worst player on the Heat this year. That's fine. Does Dwayne Wade want to be in the All-Star game? I don't care. <laughs> he tweeted about it. He was excited. I think he wants to be there, but no. Man, no, like, be there, but does he want to be in it? He doesn't have to play a ton of minutes. I would just like to see him introduced, honestly. I was I just about to say, does he even want to suit up? He's like, oh, man, I got to ice my knees. Yeah, there's just a lot to go through. It's very possible he gets hurt or something. And then he also has a newborn. Hurt. Busy. Just like he got hurt just in time for Philly Cheese to come back last night. <laughs> It is his first shot. Uh, he did his first two shots. Hey, I, look, man. I know. I know we we were pretty skeptical about the Heat, but I'm ready to talk myself into them as a dark horse now. So, hey, here's a question for you: Who uh, is is the bigger irrational confidence guy right now between Dion yes. Winters? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, no, Dion. Come on, no. that's not even close. Dion Waiters. Does Kuzma have an island? No. <laughs> <laughs> not a single person is going to Kuzma Island. No. <laughs> and I have, Fair enough. I have closed Fair the borders enough. to Waiters Island. If you weren't on it before you came back, I don't want anyone else on it. But we, are, we are partying on Waiters Island. Build, built the wall. I heard Dion Waiters said in an interview that if he saw somebody go 0 for 9 and somebody go 0 for 30, he'd be upset at the person who went 0 for 9 because it meant they stopped shooting. That's that's, That's what I want. That's the type of irrational confidence that I need in my life. Yeah, man, that's that's out of the Kobe Bryant book though, because he, he he legitimately got uh, upset at Darren Williams one time because he went one for nine or zero for nine or something like that. And he was like, "I will go." Uh, Kobe Bryant's exact words: "I'll go zero for thirty before I go zero for nine. Right. Yep. I think yeah. the better question is who's the most irrational confidence Heat player in history: Chalmers or Waiters? It's still Ooh, Waiters. It's it's probably still Waiters. Know, that's really close. Like Cause... Chalmers legitimately thought he was the best player on that. Victory. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he so did. I've show multiple times saying he was the best player. Yeah, he, he did say that. But he could be talked out of taking shots. Waiters cannot be talked out of that. Right. I'm saying, like, okay, he might he might have said some things. He might have had an attitude. But okay, I think some of it was like giving long. himself. And, and I think some of it was giving himself a pep talk. Because we all saw him get stunned quite a few times on that court. Like, <laughs> it was one of those things where he had to look in the mirror and be like, you are an NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, all Mario, you can do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that Deion Waiters has ever had that moment. I, I legitimately believe he wakes up and he's like, I'm absolutely a top five player in this league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like that Patrick McCaw syndrome. I love both of them. I only I only brought up Kuz because, like I said, especially in this LeBron absence thing, I, I, think, I think he's about to let him hang for a little bit. And um, I think that in a couple of years we're going to end up in one of those situations where uh, we gotta gotta let Kuz know, like, hey, you're you're good, but 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 you are still very much Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Kyle, Kuzma is is he starting for them this year? Or is Ingram starting at the four? I think he's coming off the bench. Okay, that's Whenever what I thought. I've seen him, he's coming off the bench. Same. Hmm. 
Yeah. And so, Brian, before you got on, we were talking about the Lakers, actually, and we were thinking, wondering, who is their second best player? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean short baby? You mean short Ben Simmons? Short Simmons. Yeah. Short Simmons. OG Ben Simmons. OG Ben Simmons. Benjamin Button. Ben Simmons. I mean, like, am I wrong? Well, see, I said that I think it's Lonzo. I see. I thought it was. I actually thought it was Lonzo. I think Lonzo's kind of made it like. Over the last couple of weeks, I I would say Lonzo's kind of staked a claim to their second best player. Lonzo's a worse shooter than Rondo is. He's not good, no. He's shooting 45% <laughs> from the free throw line. Ooh. And he's, averaging like, and he's averaging like one free throw attempt per game. Right, right. Yikes. That's Do you know how you know how bad you have to be shooting to shoot 45% on one shot? <laughs> <laughs> That means even your mates hit the rim at least four times. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, interesting <laughs> because, like we were saying before the show, they, you can't like they can't get Lonzo and Kuzma to be good on the same night. I mean, is Tyson Chandler their second best? I thought I almost said Chandler too. And in the I, year 2019 of our Lord, that cannot be a statement that anybody's making. Not, could, it, could it be ja- JaVale McGee? That's a legit question. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say through the first, like, three weeks, it would have been JaVale McGee, yeah. The Manimal could be having another day. Zubat's not bad either. Could it be Lance Stevenson? No, no. Oh, don't say that. No. Also, I'm glad none of us have gone to the KCP realm of, like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's been exposed. Yeah, KCP, KCP just makes me sad now. KCP's agent is MVP. <laughs> right? No, no. Chandler Parsons' agent is MVP. That's hey, so. hey, Deion Waiters. <laughs> <laughs> but you can. Deion Waiters has had these short little like spurts where you're like, I absolutely get it. Last season, he was not healthy. Which he is was why he had the surgery. Like I don't count last season. No, as like you I, know, like him not playing. Right? He was hurt. Yeah, he I, I count the season. second half of that of that uh, 2016 year where we went 30 and 11 in the last uh, half of the season. Right. He was really good for that. Stretch. He was really good for that team. Yes, but he was not great in the first half of that season either. He was not. So I mean, he was like he looked more I'm like Oklahoma City Deion Waiters. Oh, absolutely. From the start. From the start. And since I did bring up Chandler Parsons, is he still in the NBA? Yep. Yes. I was honestly about to ask the same thing. He is still a Memphis Grizzly. Yeah, Doing what? Speaking of players I don't believe no, should be on. Paychecks. Speaking of players I don't believe should be on Max Dales, Gordon Hayward did a thing the other night. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Man, every time I keep every time I'm ready for us to really talk about how the Celtics are underachieving, they rip off like three or four in a row and they're good again. I was this close to bringing it up, like because this past weekend, I think Miami was only like two and a half or three games back of them, and I was like, let's talk about it, guys. Still only two and a half back. Hey, we still we're back in it. Twenty two and fifteen. We're in eighteen eighteen. Yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I thought we were pretty close to them. They're solidly fifth. Oh. It would be great if they could finish in fifth, but 
I know that won't happen, but I'm ready to talk about it with, you know, for as long as they are bad. Well, underachieving anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember who I heard talking about it the other day, but it's like a legitimate question. Like, are they actually a good team? Because they went out and they and they they got Hayward to pair up with Kyrie. Hayward, of course, went out. Like, Kyrie's been hurt off and on, but we don't really have any evidence to believe that the, the nucleus of that team, as constructed, is really good. Like, you don't have that. I mean, I think there's a legitimate argument to be made that their best players can't play together. Yeah. I mean, they have, what is it, Marcus Smart and Marcus Morris starting. Yeah, and they need to do that because starting their five best players wasn't working for them. Um, yeah, they're, I, they're literally just looking for energy guys in order to kind of get it going so that way they can bring it Gordon Hayward off the bench, even though they're paying him through the nose. Yeah. You know, they honestly might be third tier in the East with Raptors and Bucks first. I mean, like, I, I know this is how the standings are right now, but like Pacers and Sixers are both better but, than the Celtics. Yeah. Do you believe in the Pacers, though? I think they're good. I don't. I'm dang, I like, think of. I, I think right. I think the I of think those four teams. Finals. Really? See, I, so. I don't see a situation in which they could beat any of those other any of those other three teams. I would have agreed with you before I heard Victor Oladipo's last album. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the universe does not reward that sort of thing. No. no. Um, so, for those of you at home. Do not have children around when you're playing the album. Like, just... Also, don't play the album unless you want children. (laughs) Yes! Yeah, I was about to say. It gets you in the mood, man. Yeah, well, I mean, but, I mean, the the question is legit. Are the the Pacers good? You know, like, would we say, would you say Sabonis is their second best player? Has been this year. Yeah, I mean, and he's legitimately good. I don't mean that like in a derisive way. That ended up being a really good trade. Oh my gosh! Right? I they robbed, even with Paul George extending with Oklahoma City, that was legitimately a good trade for Indiana. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked to see Indiana in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not saying they will make it. I'm saying yeah. Okay, saying which team? I mean, say like Kyle Lowry got hurt. Okay, Lowry gets hurt. Say one sure, two guys get hurt for Toronto. I mean, I could honestly see them sneaking past. I like Milwaukee a lot, but it could happen. I, I think I Milwaukee think is the team they're, they're most likely. I think they could beat Milwaukee just because, as we talked about before, we, I just, we haven't seen Milwaukee win anything of note yet. So they're, they're, they're going to be susceptible to yeah, that until then. Them. You're lower on them than we are. Uh, yeah, okay. sure. I mean, Milwaukee is legitimately good, but... We haven't seen them win at a high level yet. So yeah. if there's a team that I think they could they could take, I think it be it will be Milwaukee. Now that being said, I think Milwaukee is significantly better than Indiana. But yeah. you know, like I wouldn't be shocked, I suppose, if it happened. But I don't see fully healthy. I don't see how they beat Philly or Toronto. And I mean, probably not I think they Boston. Beat Philly, honestly. I think the Pacers are Yeah, yeah but see, you guys are a lot lower on Philly than I am. I think I think the Pacers are, go ahead, Nancy. I think the Pacers are giving way too many minutes to a lot of guys that I personally don't trust, like uh, Thaddeus Young 
or like Darren Collison. Collison would make me worry, yeah. Tyreek Evans isn't wait a playing. Second. Wait a second, wait a second. Did you just say you don't trust Thaddeus Young? I don't trust Thaddeus Young. Hey, he... I'm not here for Thaddeus Young slander. <laughs> Thaddeus Young is as solid a pro as you'll find. I, I don't... I'm not saying he's not a solid pro. I'm you saying Google him, he's one of the greatest Mets in history. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Travis Outlaw. I'm just saying he's getting up there. They're relying on him. He's going up against guy. He's gonna have like if you have Pacers, Bucks. He's guarding Giannis. Yeah, but you'd rather him. You'd rather him guard Giannis. The best defense in the league. Yeah, and I'd rather him guard Giannis than anyone else. League, so like, yeah, I can see them beating the Sixers. Can just. Figure out a plan like Boston did to put it in Ben Simmons' hand and keep oh, no. him out near the three line. Hey, legitimately sad. Like, I, I, there's been maybe two players I was sad to see leave the Nets in the past like few years. One of them was Brooke Lopez, but I, I see yeah. why it didn't happen. And then Thaddeus Young. I was sad until I saw what Karis LeVert became. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Thad Young. I think you can trust. I'd be more worried about Miles Turner because we've been waiting for him to become good for four years. And, I mean, he could absolutely just no-show a playoff series. That's what I would be worried about. Yeah, I mean, he'd be their key for it. But I'm just saying, like, I can see them winning and getting to the Eastern Finals. Like, I I don't think that's outrageous. Hmm. Hey, forget all that. Can we... Oh, okay. All right. I know I'm being a homer right now, but can you think of four more teams more fun to watch than the Nets in the East right now? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have not watched much Nets basketball this year, so I saw them live. I saw them last okay, night. Stop. And... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I only really the only two teams I really try to check out on a regular basis are the Heat and the Nuggets. Like anybody else, and the Warriors, I guess, but. Like, if the Heat or Nuggets aren't really playing, I don't really, don't care. Welcome to our NBA podcast, where Marcus <laughs> watches two teams in the league. And I'm still very informed, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I, I just say that, right, right. I just say that to say that, like, I can't speak on how fun the Nets are, because I just don't know yet. I mean, Levert was pretty, he was pretty fun to watch, it was fun to watch him, like, really kind of grow into a good player at the beginning of the season, but yeah, but like I think beyond that, just watching how Kenny Atkinson, like he really gives these dudes to fight on a regular way, even after yeah, right yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, and Spencer Dinwiddie might honestly be as fun, if not more, in some respects, to watch than what it was, just because like, like Atkinson's had him that way for the last couple of years. Like yeah, they there, but they always played hard. Yeah, yeah always played hard. Now they're starting that, to like overtime game. Now there's results showing up. Yeah, the, the the triple overtime game that was right before the game that that Brian saw live, which I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, no, like that defense Spencer, is legit. Yeah, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie's a legit six man of the year candidate. Like, yeah, I mean, I would go as far as to say he might be leading the race right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean Dinwiddie, and it seems every day, every week or so, Dinwiddie's getting more and more love on Twitter. Um, NBA NBA experts seem to love them. Players seem to be coming around. Like, yeah, there's there's something there for sure. Um, Jared Allen's really good. Yeah, you know, Jared Allen is is like.
oh my gosh, he makes me almost forget that Brooke Lopez was there. He's <laughs> such a goofy dude. <clears throat> I, I like him because he plays, he doesn't do more than he's asked to do. Yeah. And what he's asked to do, he's, he's learning to do better every yeah. day. And he, he is not, he does not make business decisions. He's like, you know what, I'm going to be on this post, I'm going to be on this poster, but I'm going to be on the right end of it as often as possible. I respect that in a guy. He's like, nah, I'm going for this block, and if I get baptized, then so be it. I respect I that. I mean, that's that's mainly my thing when watching the Nets the last couple. I've only really watched in the last couple of weeks, uh, but it just seems like everyone knows their roles. They know what they're supposed to be doing. Nobody right. tries to do something that they're not supposed right. to do. Yeah, like that's that's what impresses me. Yeah, like, Jared Dudley is playing inspired basketball. <laughs> right. How can it is amazing to me that he is still playing? legit NBA rotation minutes. Like, yes, but I guess his whole... Good basketball, too. Like he's yeah. And I mean, to be fair, that was his like thing even back in Boston College. He was always a really heady player. Like, the dude knows where he's supposed to be. He's going to make the right play almost every time. And I mean, that sort of thing... Stick around. I was going to say, that sort of thing really ages well. So, like... Yeah, Richard Jefferson... Extended his career probably six, seven years Because <laughs> he looked washed in San Antonio and then yeah, suddenly had. Yeah. And then suddenly if had a renaissance. If you told me that Kenneth Fareed wouldn't be able to get off the bench and be stuck behind dudes like Rodeo and Skarooks and stuff like that, I wouldn't have. Oh, you made that last night. You made, they made that up. Oh, Trey, yeah. I saw him in the starting lineup, and I really, I was like, I have zero clue with that person. <laughs> and I thought the same thing, but he's actually no. good, though. Yeah, he's like, not he's, bad. He is actually, uh, yeah. and, and it's, he's a rookie, too. Like, he's, I don't know, man. I still he, don't know what his name is, how to say it, what it is, like, yeah. how to pronounce I, I, it. I think it's Spelling's completely yeah. out the window, but, like, <laughs> whoever, that, whoever that Euro kid is on the team. Yeah, but like there's the and they have another Euro player they drafted ahead of him. Um, he's been like injured or whatever. Uh, can uh, Janin Musich or something like that. I don't know, but but this dude uh, Rodion, <laughs> classic Nets roster. They gave him a four year contract. Like they drafted him in the right. second round, and gave him a four year contract. He, Did they he get off the bench in in Europe? And yeah, yeah, nice. But like they they trust that dude, and now I see why. Like he's he's a legit dude. Yeah. So far. Yeah. And and the Atkinson's a really good coach. It seems like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think we've always, I think we've always kind of suspected that. Like, I think he yeah. was always a, going to be a good. Co- he was always a good coach, but like you said, the talent just wasn't there. And now, I mean, I, what I like about what they've done recently is like they are like, look, we don't know how to swallow the this like these pills from like all the spending we did, giving up those first round picks, and like the last couple of seasons, they just go, went out and got NBA players. They're like, look. Let's just put NBA talent on the floor, and let's just work. Let's just grind. I mean, you know, you we talked about Dudley. They have Damari Carroll. Shouts Damari. out to Mizzou. Who's hey, a, I mean, that dude's, that dude's, that dude's a pro, man. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's not particularly great at any one thing, but he's like not bad at anything either. And yeah, man, I respect that Nets team. I mean, they're scrappy. I, I just. I hate that they wear Miami out every time we play them. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, every time we play them, Rondé Hollis Jefferson looks like... And, like, not just this year. It's been that way the last, like, three years. <laughs> yeah, as man. Bad as, the, whenever they were at their worst, they always were a problem. <laughs> yeah, like... It's, it's them in Orlando. 
Yep. They just play scrappy, fundamental basketball. They do. They're such a problem for so many That teams. used to bother me a lot about that those Bulls teams in the yes. Heatles era. Because, like, Miami, I mean, they were flashy, and they, they were they were Hollywood as hell, as Noel would say. And that that Chicago team was just blue-collar. Like, they are like, look, we you might be better, but we're just going to outwork you. And, I mean, the... The, the contrast was striking every time we it, played them. It was. Like, were you ever, like, scared of them in the playoff series? Of course not. But, like, okay. it was one of those. <laughs> no, like, Dan, I'm sorry. Like, legitimately, that team never, like, I was never like, oh, yeah, we might lose this series to them. I was like, we might lose a player or two to injury. Yeah. We might take it. It might go six. I, I've always. Seven, 60 like, games in a regular season and nobody. And they, Nobody they thought they had a shot at the finals. Yeah, no. yeah, like it was one of those things. I was like, because Miami knew. I mean, Miami knew once the playoffs got there, the intensity would ratchet up, and they'd have to. And so, as long as Miami showed up to play, I never really worried that we'd lose that a series against the Bulls. But yeah, in the regular season, oh yeah, they would always they would right, right, outwork yeah. us to death. And you know, for the Bulls, they needed every every inch they could. They needed that home that, court. That was the thing. You know. That was the that's why I wasn't scared in a seven-game series. Sure. Like, yeah, y'all might outwork us one game, two games here or there. But, like, you're not taking a series from us just by working right. in the playoffs. Sorry. Like, that wasn't happening. Yeah. And, Dan, we don't mean that in, in any disrespectful way. No, no, it was just it's like. Just they, they played to the maximum of their talent. Yeah, it's those, those it, are the actual. It, like, wasn't, it wasn't where the Heat's talent was at. Yeah, like, this is a compliment. Those, those Bulls were good. Yeah, I, I I very much appreciate that. Like <laughs> also, offer the caveat that we, you know, Rose being hurt. Well, yeah, I mean, it's legitimate. It was pretty much just that one year. Yeah. Yeah. The first year that he. Though, yeah. though, to be fair, that 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 injury made no difference. Like it made a difference for them, but they weren't going to beat Miami regardless. No, no not But really. speaking of Derrick Rose. Uh, we, can be we, we know, we know. We can be pretty certain. Yeah, but speaking of Derrick Rose, your boy's having a little comeback. I mean, I, no, I'm, I'm talking to Dan. Everyone referring to Derrick Rose as their boy. Yeah. I did pick him for Sixth Man of the Year. However, I am very concerned at the general public voting for him this high as an All Star. Yeah. I told you, man. The current charge is pending. People like to talk about the NBA as a very progressive league and all, but I mean, Derrick Rose is in all-star voting lead spot with Steph. There was the whole thing with the Mavs sexual harassment culture. I mean, uh, yeah, I think yeah, there there's some like real shady there's stuff. stuff but I mean, when you're compared like, it to the NFL, right? Exactly. Yeah, so everything because every other league is problematic. The NHL has like four black players in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the MLB is sitting there getting on players for wearing a hat to the side. Like, yeah. And the NFL is a plantation. So, like, in comparison to the other big right. sports, it is far I just mean, away. like, people seem to paint it like, oh, there's no problems here. It's perfect. Like, it's, it's, yeah. there's definitely issues. Like, yeah, I've sure. Absolutely. seen Derrick Rose in top two in all star voting. Uh, he's not, I mean, he's playing good this year. I'm not going to say he's not, but it's just, ugh. And even with that being said, you're talking about fan votes right now. We can't yeah. use yeah. that to paint any picture of the league. Now. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean, the fan votes do count for what? Making, getting the starters there? Is it the fan right. votes that get the starters oh, like there? Order of it now. They changed that. 
Okay. Or maybe it's like half of the. I was gonna say because I know because the Republic of Georgia kept almost voting Zaza in, so they changed the Zaza. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say like <laughs> I was trying to figure like, out what the world uh, Georgia had to do with Zaza for Julia. Then I the Republic of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Republican to, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Lin is like eighth in voting in the East right now. Has he even played this season? I legitimately. He's on Atlanta. Is he? Okay. I thought he was hurt. That's less impressive than the Republic of Georgia. Republic of Georgia is like smaller than the state of Georgia. Yeah. Country of China always, like, I mean, they show up for all star voting for their guys. Yeah, they do. Like, there's like a billion of them. I mean, yeah. Yao Ming was getting all-star starter votes after he retired, so. Which is I mean, fine. It, kept, just, is it? Getting, it wasn't the Yao Ming rule. It was the Zaza Pachulia rule because <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. he almost got voted in twice. Yeah, the league was like, all right, okay, that's enough. Seriously. <laughs> right. Are you quite Pro- gayish? <laughs> protect our guy's ankles here. <laughs> oh, no, Zaza the goon. He's in uh, Detroit now. Yeah. Is he? Speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's for the Pistons off the bench. Which is why I know. I'm trying to think if I can name four Pistons players right now. I know they got Blake. Is Stanley Johnson still over there? I think yeah. so. Wait, yes. I think Stanley Johnson's still there. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Andre Drummond. All-time go. NBA PER leader Boban is no longer there. No. No more Boban. Yeah, they is got Boban two. Boban on the Pacers? No, he's on the Clippers. Clippers. Yeah. Who's the Who's the Pistons coach now? Isn't it um Quasey? It's Casey. That's what I thought. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't feel threatened by that. Thing. Like, I, no. no, man. Which is weird because they. I mean, they have the most like name. Sure. Yeah. Of like when, when we were talking earlier about teams that like are fighting for those last two spots. Yeah, in theory, the Pistons have as much name recognition as any of those teams do. Right. They still don't. I mean, I know their record would argue otherwise, but they, I just don't think those p- pieces really mesh that well. Yeah. They don't have lasting power. And it it always feels like they're one player away from being one player away. Yeah, I guess. But no Kabaklo of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> no Blake Griffin team has ever scared me. Uh, like and he's going great this year. Yeah, he's a he, really good he's like, player. What is it like? He's averaging like what twenty five and like twelve or something like that. To three point range. Like when yeah. when Blake came in the league, who thought he would be like a threat? Yeah, like legitimately good. And they, I mean, and even even in LA to an extent, when they, I mean, when you run the offense through Blake, generally good things happen. He can handle the that ball. Yeah, like I was actually all in on maybe. On Miami trying to sign him two years ago, that yeah, free agent class. Point Blake, yeah. yeah, I was like in on that, but like I'm glad we didn't do that because. No, same here. I've never, <laughs> I've never like seen a Blake Griffin team and been like, oh man, I'm not scared of Blake Griffin. He's a he's a great player, but I've never seen a Blake Griffin team and been afraid that they were gonna like going back to Oklahoma. I've never. Yeah. Seen, never. Like he, he's a great player. You're gonna see some highlights. He might jump over a kid or two. But like, <laughs> I'm going to lose any sleep over having to play Blake Griffin's team. When when he was at Oklahoma, when they came to Mizzou that year, the uh, the Antlers. I remember the that section. They had it had to have been like a 20 foot by 20 foot banner that they had printed out one page at a time. It was a picture of 
uh, Blake. They must have found it like Facebook or something. But it was Dr- Blake dressed up in like a wig and a dress. And I remember stuff. that, yeah. Like Halloween or something. Yeah. And he went to the free throw line. I don't remember if it was first or second half, but they waited with this banner until he went to the free throw line facing the student section. And they unfurled this giant banner of him wearing a wig and a dress. I don't think he hit the rim on either one. I think he hit the backboard on one of them. <laughs> yeah. Did they, they oh, hang 40 great. on him? Did they what? Didn't they? Uh, I remember. I, I can't remember if it was while Blake was there or like shortly after, but Mizzou during one of those years when they were really good, hang 40 on Oklahoma. And Oklahoma was like highly ranked. They came to Mizzou when they were t- ranked in the top 10. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, they were. I think they were ranked in the top five or ten when they came to Mizzou, and Mizzou beat them. Like yeah. that, that Oklahoma team was not that threatening. I mean, but that speaks to Trey's point. Like, I wasn't. I was like, I went into that game fully confident that Mizzou would win. You know, and I mean, I think even in the Lob City days back when, like, before that thing became a train wreck, like, I don't know that that many West teams were like really losing sleep over the fact that they were playing the Clippers and and, and a playoff series. Josh Smith beat them in a playoff series. So yeah, the only fans that lost sleep over the Clippers were like Lakers fans for those couple of years where the Clippers were definitely better than them. <laughs> yeah, man. I would, I would also say the first year of Lob City when teams didn't know that they didn't have to be scared of the Clippers – were actually scared of the Clippers. I don't even know if anybody was scared of the Clippers so much as scared of like ending up on posters and stuff. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just like the idea of that combination of players. And I mean, and that team was so mentally fragile. Like by the end of it, like you could see that it was in their heads. You know what I mean? Like, like that Rockets thing. They never recovered from that. Chris Paul yelling at DeAndre Jordan at one time. After he got the rebound, it didn't put the shot back up. Yeah. That was pretty much that team in a little capsule. Yeah. And, I mean, by the time that – by the time Lob City, like, really came to a close, like, those dudes couldn't stand each other. They Like, they just could not wait to get out of there. Not at all. Yeah. Like, Austin Rivers and Chris Paul, like, they ended up hating each other by the end. Now they're teammates again. Oh, God. What a tangled web. Yeah, Austin Rivers is right now starting for the <laughs> I mean, the Rockets are good again, though. Like, not because of Austin Rivers. Please do not, anybody listening to this, please do not mistake what I just said as something Austin Rivers related. The Rockets are good, and Austin Rivers plays there, but those are mutually exclusive. Those do. Ironically, ironically the Thunder are also good again. And yeah. I wonder if there's a common thread between <laughs> both of these teams becoming good. <laughs> Future Washington Wizard. Oh my god. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Ooh man, Melo Hey, let's pour one out for Melo's career, man. Do you think he's done in the NBA? I think he's done. I think he's done. I mean if he doesn't play this season, if it doesn't if it doesn't happen this season, I don't see why it would ever happen. I don't see it happening. Like, unless a team is going to t- talk themselves into him being, like, uh, a, a sixth, seventh man sort of option for the playoff run. But, like, Cleveland's not good. That's the only team who would ever do that. 
you just had to let I was up going ever, I would like, just you be... think your career's over. <laughs> I'll give you one last chance everybody will remember. That's the one team I'm just like, I don't, I'll believe it when I see the season ending and Mello hasn't signed there. The Lakers are just crazy enough to do that, but I, I don't see it happening. I think if they trade, I think they'd have to trade one of their guys, though. To, like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, exactly. Like, if they trade Ingram or Kuzma, and then whoever, like, one of the, whoever's left gets hurt, then I think, okay, we could talk ourselves into Melo as a stretch four. I also think it's, like, interesting with that decision, though, because Bron, like, the last however many years he's been signing those one-and-ones, so he's got all the leverage on those teams. Yeah. And it came out when he got released from the Rockets, like, hey, LeBron wants him. But the Lakers, like, since he signed a full four-year deal, they don't have to be like, oh, my God, we got to give Brown what he wants, otherwise he's going to leave in the offseason. Yeah. Like, that four-year deal definitely changes the way the leverage he has on the front office. Yeah. Hey, not to change gears too much, but do we know that LeBron James actually cares about basketball anymore? Not so. I don't know. I don't know that, yeah. I think you could really make the argument that he does not care until the playoffs. Right. I don't even, like, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much understood. But even them, like I think the playoffs are just. I think he's coasting at this point. Oh, well, I, I was. He's most definitely he, coasting. He took this season off, basically. I think right. he's like looking at it as like, look, next year we'll get a free agent maybe or trade for somebody or something. But like, I think it was really just using this season to relax after eight straight finals runs. Yeah. However many. And I I think yeah, and I think for him it's about setting up like setting up his brand. In LA, you know, like he's producing. I think he might be producing this podcast at this point. So, like, I mean, he was sponsored by Blaze Pizza. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah, Blaze Pizza, you know, shout us a holler. But I mean, like, you know, like he's doing, he's producing a million shows this year. Yeah. I mean, he looked. My man walked into a game with a wine glass the other day. That was awesome. Which was, I mean, that's a baller move if I've ever seen one. That was the moment. <laughs> Right after, yeah. At that point, I was absolutely like, you know what? He's right to call himself the goat because only the goat would do something like that. (laughs) And at the same token, I was like, he he's done caring about that. It was oh my gosh! Right right after they put out that memo about teams and players lobbying for other teams. Yes, he was like, they must have been talking. After they put out this tampering thing, he's like, oh okay. He's like walking with some wine. (laughs) They must be talking to somebody else. Discussion, like I know, um. In that, in that AI profile they had on in the Players Tribune, like he told the story of of MJ sitting in the coach's office by himself. Yeah, movie, yeah, which was also baller. But the fact that he walked in like where he knew the camera was gonna be right, with the glass right. of wine and everything, like that's that's next level stuff. <laughs> that's like, I mean, can you imagine that level of apathy about what could happen? Like, like that's Rihanna levels of not caring. <laughs> Dude, man, shout out to my president. <laughs> like LeBron James, like his personality this season is if Marshawn Lynch got to play in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. We got to figure out a way to prolong Marshawn Lynch's career. Like, Please. Or just keep the a show. camera on him at all times. Just keep a camera on him. Did y'all see him? I know this is not an NFL yes. podcast, but y'all see yes. him at the city I hall? Already know where yes. He oh my yes. gosh! Yes. See him where? He went to a. City. Yeah. Oh, that's not even where I was going with that one. Did you see when he was at the uh, the last Raiders home game? 
No. He had a he had a rolled up blunt that he was trying to light and how Davis is eternal flame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I saw that as well. Nah, like he, he's a current player. Technically <laughs> on a roster, the NFL did nothing about it. I was like, that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but he went to like a city hall meeting or open city hall meeting about the A's uh, getting yeah, a new that stadium. Was really cool. I saw that. Yeah, get, yeah. For him, I mean, he rides for the city of Oakland. Like, this just seems like a le- like overall awesome, <laughs> legitimately good dude. Yeah. But back to the NBA. Back to the NBA. Back to the NBA. Back to the NBA. Now we all said it <laughs> like a bunch of <laughs> like a bunch of jerks. <laughs> Uh, what do we even say anymore? I don't know, man. That's it. Let's, we don't. We don't have to beat the dead horse, man. Is, is, yeah. is that it? Are we? That might be it. That you know, Warriors Rockets are on right now. It's uh, it's a good. Denver Sacramento is on right now. So. Denver Sacramento also Which is good. Like actually an entertaining game this year. Yeah, absolutely. De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, man. Like, oh. I mean, and we made. I've certainly made my certain. A fair share of Buddy Hill jokes, but like <laughs> Buddy Hill, like is good. He's legitimately good now. I'm just mad it took. Like I've been watching the Kings, like I said, all these years, just because there's so few West Coast games, and I'm mad it took this long and for Boogie to be off the team for them to be good. Yeah, I wanted a good Boogie Kings team so bad. Oh, how fun would he be on this team? Uh, he, it's infuriating. I can't wait till he comes back for the the Warriors. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, that could very well happen if they make a change with uh, is it Draymond? Maybe no. No, I mean it just comes back from his injury. He's supposed to be back soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I was gonna say I heard he, I heard he's already practicing, like doing full, yeah. like yeah, full contact practice. Yeah, I, I'm just saying there was a report out that suggested that he could be with the team next year. I'd be all for it. He's fun. Yeah. I'm just and saying. I still don't think people realize how fun and good he is. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I agree he what, what did, he did waste. Well, not waste. So but many like, years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was out there in relative obscurity in Sacramento. So I think I made up a quarter of the views of the Kings on NBA League Pass outside of Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, you, 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 you had to walk so the rest of us could crawl. That's right. That's right. No, wait, that's not how that goes. Let's crawl so we <laughs> can walk. Walk, crawl, whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right. We good? Are we good? All right, guys. Hit us up on Twitter at Bees Knees Pod. And, bees, uh, it, bees Podcast, Dan. We're going to get this right one of these. Okay, episodes. Bees Podcast. It's Bees Podcast. As in like B. Arthur. Podcast. As in B. As in B. Arthur. Yeah, that's a good way to remember it. Yeah, thank yeah, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, B-E-A-S Podcast. Let's go. Yeah. And guys, thank you for being a friend, by the way. Yes. You is beautiful. You is kind. You is <laughs> Uh, you are special just the way you are. <laughs> and gosh darn it, people like me. Okay. <laughs> All right, fellas. Have a good night. All right, not y'all. Peace.